0: Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 86, and this is God's Big Story.
1: Season 2! It's a story. It's big! Never boring. No way! For his glory. Always! It's God's Big Story. No.
0: So welcome back boys and girls, I hope your weekend was wonderful, but we are back and we are ready to kick off week 18 of season 2.
1: Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now, it's Marvin the friendly curious cow.
0: Hey Dave! So Marvin, we have just 14 episodes after today before we take our summer break, so what are you going to do with your time off?
1: Yeah, I've been thinking about that, Dave. I I think I want to travel, you know, see the world. Uh, Okay,
0: good for you, Marvin. So, well, where would you go? Yeah, I don't know,
1: Dave. There's so much of the world for a young cow to see. There's Moldova, Germany, Mozambique, Morocco, Malaysia, Mauritius, San Marino. Gosh, I don't know where to start.
0: Ah, I see. So, well, just the moo countries on your list, huh? Oh, no, Dave. There's also Bulgaria. Uh, of course. And Colombia. Yeah, I should have known. Yeah, cow it? Okay, yep, I got it.
1: Or, you know, I might just stay home and eat a bunch of hay instead.
0: <laughs> okay, well, yep, that works too. Okay, Marv, it is Monday. You know what that means. It's time to do some Bible racing.
1: <laughs> it's Monday, it's Monday, it's Bible Racing Funday. Where's that verse? What's that word? Find it fast and beat the herd. It's Monday, it's Monday, it's Bible Racing Funday. <laughs>
0: Okay, so Ribbon was last week's champion. It was very close. He almost made it two weeks in a row, but just pipping him to the post by less than two seconds, with a time of 14.83 seconds to find First Kings chapter 17, verse 4, she's back. It's our old champion, Eden Buntich. Well done, Eden. So, Marvin, how about this week? Where are we racing to?
1: Okay, Dave, so this week we're back to the New Testament. And yeah, this week I've been singing a song about this verse. It's Romans ten nine. 9. Uh, okay yeah
0: I know those verses. All right Marvin let's see how we do. So under 15 seconds I think is my target for today. Okay Dave
1: Romans ten nine. Find it in 3 2 1 go.
0: Okay oh, I opened in Corinthians. Romans 3. Oh, Romans 11. Romans 10 uh, 9 is where is it? Uh, because. Oh that felt pretty good Marvin. How'd I do?
1: Well Dave you found it in seconds. Yeah, that was really fast.
0: Okay, there we go, boys and girls. I think that might be one of my fastest times ever. So, how did you do? Could you be this week's champion? Let us know on Facebook, via the website, or via email, and your name could be on that leaderboard. Okay, Marvin, time for us to get back to Corinthians. Yeah, let's do it, Dave. So, one week in, well, we've heard how the Corinthians were arguing about which teacher they were following. And we've heard Paul telling them how foolish that was. They weren't saved by a teacher or by fancy words. They were saved by Jesus. And because their eyes had been opened by the Holy Spirit, they didn't deserve anything. And on Friday, we read as Paul kind of told them off. They were being proud, acting and arguing to make themselves look better than someone else. But Paul said, Christians are not about trying to glorify themselves. Christians are about glorifying the Lord Jesus Christ and doing whatever they can to do that. Even if it means that they would suffer And they did, to point people to him, not to themselves.
1: Okay, yeah, I remember, Dave.
0: Good. Now, the problem was, well, the arguing was not the only problem in Corinth. In fact, they had a whole bunch. Oh, no. Yeah, it wasn't good. And so Paul needs to put some things right. Now, in the next few chapters, he's going to talk a lot about what the Bible calls sexual sins.
1: Huh. See, Dave, I'm only a young calf. I do not really know what that means.
0: Well, that's it, Marvin. And we've talked a little about these things before, but basically the Bible says that the special smoochy-smoochy-lovey-dovey time, that's for a husband and wife. But in Corinth, there was a lot of smoochy-smoochy-lovey-dovey time that was happening between people who were not husband and wife. So we've talked about prostitutes before, and in chapter 5, Paul talks about a man who was part of the church there in Corinth who was being smoochy-smoochy-lovey-dovey with his stepmom.
1: Oh, that doesn't seem good.
0: No, it wasn't. And so Paul says, look, you Corinthians, you're acting like you're great. You're boasting about how you're a great church, great disciples, but this is going on in your church and you're not doing anything about it. Paul says that's not okay. The church is supposed to deal with sins like this. It's not okay for them just to let things like that go.
1: Okay, gotcha. Well, who's reading for us this week, Dave? Or, well, is anyone reading for us?
0: Yep, they are. This week, our friend Petra is going to read for us.
1: Oh, yeah, one of the original speed skating trio, huh? Oh, need for speed (laughs) read.
0: Yep, that's her.
1: Great. Okay, so well, what are we listening for, Dave?
0: Well, Marvin, Paul is going to talk about yeast today. Yeast? Yep, yeast. But what is the yeast that he is talking about? He says the yeast is what?
1: Okay, so what is the yeast? Got it. So, Petra,
0: over to you.
2: Hello, everyone. Today's reading is from 1 Corinthians 5. Um, We'll start from 6. Your bragging is not good. It is like yeast. Don't you know that just a little yeast makes a whole batch of dough rise? Get rid of the old yeast. Then you can be like a new batch of dough without yeast. That is what you really are. That's because Christ, our Passover lamb, has been offered up for us. So let us keep the feast, but not with the old bread made with yeast. The yeast I'm talking about is hatred and evil. Let us keep the feast with bread made without yeast. Let us keep it with bread that is honesty and truth. I wrote a letter to you to tell you to stay away from people who commit sexual sins. I didn't mean the people of this world who sin in this way. I didn't mean those who already want more and more. I didn't mean those who cheat or worship statues of gods. In that case, you would have to leave this world. But here is what I am writing to you now. You must stay away from anyone who claims to be a believer, but does evil things. Stay away from anyone who commits sexual sins. Stay away from anyone who already wants more and more things. Stay away from anyone who worships statues of gods. Stay away from anyone who tells lies about others. Stay away from anyone who gets drunk or cheats. Don't even eat with people like these. Is it my business to judge those outside the church? Aren't you supposed to judge those inside the church? God will judge those outside. Scripture says, get rid of that evil person.
0: Thanks, Petra. So, Marvin, what is the
1: yeast?
2: Well, Dave, he said the yeast is hatred and evil. But
1: I'm kind of confused. So, yeah, I mean, yeast is the stuff you put into bread, right? Yep, that's right. Yeah, so I don't get it. We have to get rid of the yeast. There's old dough. There's new dough. Yeast is hatred and evil. I don't really get what Paul is talking about. So yeah. Professor, what's with all this yeast talk? Ah yes, that is a good question, Marvin. (laughs) So this is a picture the Bible uses quite often to describe the sin, yeah? So yeah, you see, when you put a little bit of yeast in the bread dough, the yeast goes to work. It spreads all through the dough. It makes the little tiny bubbles of the gas. It makes the dough fluff up and rise. Yeah? Well yeah. Okay, but what's that got to do with sin? Ah, well, the Bible says sin is like that yeast, yeah? It spreads out just the same way. So, when you put the yeast in the dough, it's not like you can keep some parts of the dough with no yeast and have some parts be the yeasty parts. No, no, if you put the yeast in there, it's going to spread through the whole lot, yeah? And you see, that is what Paul is telling the Corinthians about their church. They can't just ignore sins of the people in the church. Those sins have to be dealt with. Otherwise, it will just spread and spread and spread and it will ruin everything. Paul says no yeast, just honesty and truth. Okay? Okay, yeah, that makes more sense. So, yeah, that's why he says we have to keep away from all the people with the sexual sins and who cheat and who lie and who worship statues, Yeah,
0: Well, yes, but Paul is talking about those people inside the church. He's not saying that Christians shouldn't talk to sinners and just keep away from them. Well, because otherwise, he says, Christians couldn't talk to anyone. They'd have to leave this world. But no, Paul is talking about allowing these sins to go on inside the church. Allowing people who say they believe in Jesus to carry on doing evil things like it doesn't matter. Paul says that's not okay. The church followers of Jesus are to be different.
1: Yeah, Dave, but I go to church and I still sometimes mess up and sin, so yeah, should Christians be staying away from me?
0: Well, no, Marvin, because yes, we all still make mistakes and sin, but Paul is not talking about Christians who make mistakes and are sorry for their sins. Paul is talking about people who just carry on sinning. They're not sorry. They say they're part of the church, but they're not actually trying to live their lives the way God wants them to. They're worshipping false gods, they're lying, they're cheating, they're greedy. So Paul says those people, they're not actually Christians. They don't love Jesus, so you know what? Get away from them. Don't go on pretending like they're part of the church, part of God's people. They need to know they're not, so that hopefully they realise they actually need to turn away from their sin and be saved. And Paul doesn't want their sin spreading, like that yeast, through the whole church.
1: Okay, yeah, so it's not stay away from anyone who's a sinner, it's more don't let people who actually aren't following God, pretend they're part of the church.
0: Yep, Paul says, get them out. So, boys and girls, none of us are perfect. Every single Sunday when we go back to church, every single person there has sinned, probably a whole bunch of times, since the last time that they were all together. But how do we deal with that sin? Well, we don't just ignore it or pretend it hasn't happened. That's kind of what some of the Corinthians were doing. No, we say we're sorry, we ask God to forgive us, and we ask the Holy Spirit's help to make us more like Jesus. To help us resist temptation and to do a better job of doing things God's way. So today, well, let's make sure we do that. And of course, the amazing thing is that even though we probably sin every single day, God's forgiveness never runs out. We never run out of chances. So let's praise God for
1: that. Oh yeah, Dave, that reminds me of the song we sing in church. Yeah, our sins are many, his mercy is more.
0: Exactly, Marvin. And well, boys and girls, that is definitely all we have time for today. So have a great afternoon and we will be back tomorrow. Okay, yeah. Well, bye, everyone. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon.
1: Praise the Lord.
0: God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh and Josh. For more information and further resources, visit woodendonkey.org.